Today on I Had to Say It, I want to talk about something I've been kicking around probably actually since the late 90s, um, and in the early 2000s it became a more solid concrete idea, and this is actually something I'm going to probably make a regular reoccurring segment where it's going to be new things talked about in the same thread and uh, basically this this whole idea started a long time ago I decided I was going to sit down and I was going to write a guidebook for surviving when you first move out of your parents house whether it be in a dorm room or a college situation or just moving out and getting your own place particularly when you were not exactly flush with resources I mean you know little things tips tactics ways to stretch your dollar things that you may want to know that will provide some sort of ease or comfort or quality of life that may not necessarily be something you're used to having come out from the situation of living with your parents and having the resources of having you know adults with you know, moderate to who knows how well income. I mean, you know, everybody's situation is different. But a lot of things, particularly when I first moved out on my own, that I started noticing were things that I never thought of prior to them being actively my issues to deal with. And, you know, in this thing, I was thinking we would start out with you know, different things, uh, things you need to buy for your place that some people just, you know, it didn't occur to them. I mean, a lot of these things didn't occur to me until I needed them. And, uh, you know, the concept was, you know, super highbrow concept of, I'm going to write this guidebook for surviving living on your own, for surviving being an independent young adult. And over the years and, and the course of no longer being a young adult myself it's kind of changed and altered and with the more I've learned over the course of life it's become something more where it's just passing on little tips and ideas and things I know that I've learned as a professional and I've learned as a person living on their own just due to the you know we all have different experiences and not everybody's going to have this same outlook or opinion on things so behind that basic premise, I guess we're going to start out with where I would have started out in this concept that I had of writing this book. And we're going to start off by taking a look at, unless you're under a situation where you're all of a sudden being put out of your house and you're leaving with no lead time and no prep time, or, you know, conversely, this is something you may, if you're like me and you've got, you know, kids that are old enough where they're starting to leave the nest, this is something we may want to look at as parents getting our kids ready to leave for the first time. And the first thing that I wish I would have thought to do it at the time, uh, and it's, it's something real basic, real simple. Get a pen and a notepad and sit down and make a list. Go through and make yourself a checklist of all the things that you need when it comes to going out and starting your life and you know obviously as people that are at different stages in our life we have different necessities and realistically what we're talking about here is the core items you need to get along and that list will vary somewhat depending on the situation are you moving out are you getting your first apartment are you going to stay in a dorm room the the circumstances may differ but 
the thing you need to stop and think about is there are certain things, regardless of the situation, that I'm going to need in my day-to-day. And ideally, if you have time before it becomes necessary, a little bit at a time, stockpile. Buy a couple things out of every paycheck or every... You got holidays coming up and families giving you gifts, birthdays, whatever. Use that opportunity. Leverage it. Get something. Ask for that coffee pot. Ask for some a pan or a, a, some knives or the things you're going to need to get functional in your day-to-day life so you can live and have some quality to your life instead of walking through every time you want to do something realizing you don't have the things you need to do the things you need to do and a lot of these things are going to come up and it's going to be kitchen things first time you're really trying to prepare yourself meals in your own place and you're not going to have things that you take for granted when you're at your parents' house. Uh, otherwise, little things throughout the house that just make it homey and more comfortable and, and more useful and functional. And being as I am primarily a food guy and kitchen is where I spend the bulk of my time and when I, even when I moved into my first place and I spent a lot of time in the kitchen because I was trying to do the best I can with what I had and there were so many things that could have just made it that much easier and uh, so first and foremost I guess we're going to start with a a list of suggested items that everybody should have when they're moving into their first place and we're going to start out with the kitchen we'll work our way through the house and we'll try and differentiate between necessities and nice things to have but they're not at the end of the day if you don't have them it's not going to change things a whole lot it might just make things a little more dull so that being said we'll start out with the list of some things everybody should have in their kitchen when they first move out we're gonna and we're gonna try and cover everything here so if you think i'm stating some unnecessary stuff or it's one of those you're like dire no kidding just bear with me first off we're gonna say dishes real basic doesn't have to be anything fancy you can go to pretty much any big box store out there and you can get a set of four place settings with a dinner plate, a salad plate, a soup bowl, and usually a mug for whatever reason. I love to match coffee mugs with those sets. And it'll be, you know, 10, 15 bucks for four place settings worth. For your average person moving out into their first place, that's plenty. That'll get you through just fine. And while you're there, grab yourself a set of, usually you can get four tumbler sized glasses if you want actual glass ones you can get a four pack it's usually eight or nine bucks you want to look for something thick walled and heavy uh, particularly if you're younger and you're going to be having your friends over and things get trashed if you're moving in a dorm i really i can't stress this enough get plastic you don't want glasses you don't want porcelain you don't plastic plastic is your friend but if you're moving into an apartment spend the extra couple bucks get some nice glassware get a bottle of dish soap get scrubbing sponges you know the ones that are sponge on one side and they got a little scrubby pad on the back get a package of those you're gonna need them get a small package of sos pads the steel wool with the soap mixed in it it comes in handy for cleaning more than just dishes Uh, and they come in super handy for all kinds of stuff and if you're ever in a real pinch and the power's out, you can actually use them to start a fire if you got a 9-volt battery with you. 
get a dish draining rack with the tray that goes underneath it to set next to the sink to wash your dishes in. If you're not doing a ton of stuff, and if you, especially if you don't have a dishwasher, you're going to want the rack. It makes things a lot easier. And don't forget the tray. The tray goes under the dish rack. It's got a little lip on it that it's tilted. The lip hangs over into the sink. So the water that drips off of your dishes runs back into the sink and not all over your counters and onto your floors and becomes a slipping hazard and all kinds of other stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Beyond that, get a small set of silverware. Usually, again, you can get four or eight place settings in a set. Splurge a little bit on this one. The cheap ones, the handles crack, they break, they bend when you're trying to cut stuff. They have unmilled, unmachined edges on the forks and the spoons, and you can cut the hell out of the inside of your mouth. Spend a few extra bucks, get a halfway decent set, $15, $20, you're good to go. And, and also in terms of utensils, get a set of measuring spoons. Uh, it's, it's pretty standardized. You can get metal ones. You can get plastic ones. Do not get the all-in-one sliding adjustable measuring spoon. You have to take it apart to clean it properly. Pieces can get lost. They, if you put it in the dishwasher, if you have a dishwasher, they can wind up getting blasted out by the dishwasher jets, and you'll never find the piece, and then you got a one-size scoop. And like I said, most people don't clean them properly. They're disgusting. Also on that note, a set of measuring cups, whatever. It, again, these sets are not expensive. You can get a decent plastic set that's going to last you as long as you need it for a couple bucks. Uh, also, if you're if you're going to be spending any real time doing any real cooking in your kitchen, invest in one or two uh, the Pyrex measuring cups, the clear glass or plastic measuring cup, and get a two cup one. Don't get a one cup one because anytime you got to measure out more than a cup, you're going to want that. You're not going to want to have to measure a cup and pour it out and then measure another one. It's, it's, it's worth the extra, you know, 60 cents or whatever to get the slightly bigger size. And it doesn't take up that much more room in your cupboards. Okay, so that covers that. In relationship to cooking, assuming you're working in an apartment here and you're going to have a kitchen with a stove, invest in a couple of decent pans. You don't need to go out and buy the 15-piece set because, first off, out of those 15 pieces, seven of the pieces are lids, if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, you get four lids, four pans, and then they give you a spatula and a, a spoon and, you know, a chintzy pair of tongs that are going to break probably right after you, after you start using them. Spend a little extra money, buy three decent pans. Buy a medium saucepan. Don't buy the small one because it's that's not good if you're cooking for anything more than small sauces, which if you're not a food professional, you're probably not doing it. And if you're not if you want to cook for more than just like a snack or even a small meal, you're gonna want the medium pan. So buy a medium saucepan. They usually come with a lid. Uh, eight inch ish 
frying pan, a medium frying pan, not a huge one, but a, a, a one that's big enough that you can cook a few things in it at the same time. You want to be able to fit a couple of sausages or three eggs or, you know, a, enough, a couple of pieces of fish, to, whatever, whatever you're looking to cook. An eight inch pan is the way to go. Personally, I prefer a French walled pan, which is, it has the straight sides up and down instead of a slope into the middle of the pan. And then you're going to want to get a six quart stock pot. It's not huge, but it's big enough where you can boil up some vegetables or you can make some stock, hence the name stock pot. Or you can cook some pasta in it while you're heat making sauce in your medium saucepan to go over your pasta. Uh, anything like that. It's not the biggest size stock pot out there, you, but it is. you want something a little bigger than a gallon so you have the extra room in the pot to make sure you have whatever you're cooking covered if you're boiling it. Uh, realistically, if you want to splurge and get a, a, get a, a half sheet pan or a, a cookie sheet and get a silicone baking mat um, to line it with because that will make keeping it clean and functional so much easier, uh, and uh, beyond that, like I said, a coffee pot. Even if you're not a big coffee drinker, you can use the hot water to make tea. You can use the hot water to make ramen if you don't have room for a microwave. If you do have room for a microwave, great. Try and score a microwave before you move in if there's not one included with the apartment. A lot of apartments come with them, but not all of them. Uh, get three or four nice heavy-duty coffee mugs. Now, like I said... Your dish set is going to come with mugs. I don't know why. That just seems to be the way they decided to package them. But you're going to want some nice big mugs. You can eat soup out of them. You can make hot cocoa in them. You can drink big cups of coffee. You're going to want bigger, heavier-duty mugs. It's not... If you're like me, you need a big cup of coffee in the morning, get the big cup of coffee. Um, realistically, a lot of people are going to say, well, I want a Keurig for, for, for my place. And that's great if all you're doing is making beverages with it. But like I said, if you're, if you're going for the fallback for making a cup of ramen or you need to boil some water for something else and that's just the way you're going to do it, I cannot oversell the value of having that craft of hot water. And as long as we're thinking in terms of water, uh, something a lot of people don't think about is when you're moving into a rental property, an apartment, Generally, the appliances are going to be serviceable. Uh, hopefully, if, if you, uh, hopefully you looked at the place before you assigned, agreed to the rentals agreement. The appliances are going to be serviceable. It's better than even money. You're not going to have an ice ice maker in your freezer. It's going to be a standard, you know, cheap, over under setup, standard refrigerator. Buy ice cube trays before you move in. You're gonna want them because. You're not going to think about it until you're there and you're going to get some ice for something and you're not going to have any. And while we're on the subject of ice cube trays, look for the silicone ones. They make getting the ice cubes out so much simpler. They work just as well as the old school like plastic ones. The old school plastic ones that are cheap tend to get brittle after a while and they crack and then you wind up having to buy new cheap ones. Spend a couple extra bucks, get the silicone ones. So that gives you a rough out for basic, you know, as you're walking in the door, that'll at least have you ready to be able to have a meal when you get into your new place. And then once you've actually seen the place, you're, you see what kind of room you got, what kind of storage space you have, that's when you start thinking about the gadgets. 
Do you want a toaster? Do you want a toaster oven? Do you want a blender? Do you want a mixer? Do you don't buy all that stuff until you know if you got somewhere to keep it. And uh, for that, that's what I had to say for this one. And we'll pick up with more talks about this later on.